right, you guys, before we get into today's episode of the pod, you guys have to subscribe because I'm looking at you and you are not subscribed to the channel yet. And also you have to hit the notification bell because you're not going to know when I post if you don't have notifications when I post. And then also share the video, you guys. So all your family, friends, anybody you may know can tune into this podcast. And then also like the video so I know you guys are liking these episodes. And also comment down below who you guys would like to see on this podcast. It could be anybody. Just let me know. And then also follow my social medias. I'm going to pop them on the screen so you guys can stay up to date with everything to do with this podcast. And then also check out the Spotify version as well. It's going to be in the description. So click that link if you want to listen to the Spotify version. And then also the take.sport.blog. I am a sports writer. So go ahead and check out those articles. If you guys do not click that link, you guys are going to be missing out on some of the best articles you'll ever read. So make sure to go click that link below. But let's go ahead and get into this pod, you guys. What's going on, guys? Welcome to another episode of the Take Podcast. I am your host, Jackson Burles. And of course, in today's episode, we're going to be talking about my freaking Miami Heat that can't seem to get it going at all as they sit in seventh place in the Eastern Conference, 33 and 31. On the season, not really making a great impression for Heat fans out there. Um, To be honest, I don't understand what the lack of, you know, effort is or why we're not playing well because we have the exact same team as last season and we were the number one team in the Eastern Conference and we only lost P.J. Tucker this year. That's the only player... We lost, and he doesn't really do anything besides, you know, locking up guys on the defensive end. That's about all he really does. He had that little corner three that he would hit on occasion, but other than that, P.J. Tucker didn't really do much for us, and we are literally the exact same team without him pretty much. Now, we just acquired Cody Zeller and Kevin Love, which honestly are pretty good pickups if you ask me. Kevin Love, he brings us size, he brings us shooting, and also one thing that Kevin Love does do well is he's always looking for the outlet pass, trying to push the tempo, which we need to be doing right now because the Miami Heat are the slowest team in the NBA. We should not be a slow team if our tallest guy in our starting lineup prior to getting Kevin Love is 6'10". And first of all, okay, here's who we're starting. This is our starting five, guys. Tyler Hero, he is 6'5". Jimmy Butler is 6'6". Max Struess is 6'6". Bam Adebayo is 6'10". And at power forward, we have Caleb Martin, who is 6'5". Why are we starting a guy who is 6'5 at power forward? And we are the slowest team in the NBA. That should just not happen. That is insane. I mean, if you would have told we, I get it. Eric Spolstra, he likes small ball. I get it. He likes the small ball, but it's just not working. It's not working, and we need to try something else. And one thing I think we seriously could consider doing is putting Duncan Robinson in the game for once. He is literally our best three-point shooter. If you look at his previous years with us he literally shot 37 percent from three at last year he played 79 games and started 68 of them 
And then the year before that, he shot 40% from three. And then in 2020, the year we made the finals, he shot 44% from three. Now, we did have to play zone defense, but we are sacrificing an offensive weapon on the court to not have such great defense. And if we're going to pay him four years, $90 million, we're going to give him that kind of a contract two years ago. We need to at least use him. Like, why is he not being used? I get it. He's a defensive liability, yada, yada, yada. I could care less if he's a defensive liability. Guys, if we just put him in the game, he was running the wing in transition. That would be so key for us to be a decent team, to be somewhat decent. Like, I just don't like, you know, the pick and rolls and we just kind of sit on the top of the key, dribble, dribble, dribble. I like Tyler Hero. I think he's a very promising young player. But he needs to pass the ball more if he's going to be more effective. Because I don't like it when he's doing these, you know, dribble, dribble, crossover between the legs, step back. I mean, literally, there was a play in the first quarter where Kevin Love got the rebound. He outlets it to Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler gets an open layup under the basket. He's got Tyrese Maxey on him who is way smaller than Jimmy Butler. So Jimmy Butler should be able to at least shove Maxie out of the way. I mean, Jimmy Butler is a strong dude. Like, he should be playing big, as he always does. Driving to the basket, drawing contact. That's what Jimmy Butler is good at doing. And he's also really good at getting to the free throw line. So I don't know why he's not getting the free throw line as much. But in that instance, Jimmy Butler should have went up. Worst case scenario, he gets fouled. He makes one of two free throws. Best case scenario, he goes up and gets the gets the easy layup. But instead, he decides to kick it out to Tyler Hero, who is wide open for three. Not a bad decision. But Tyler Hero made Jimmy's pass a bad decision because then he takes a step back, resets for no reason. Why are you resetting in that situation? You should be pulling it, draining that three. Tyler Hero is a good three-point shooter when he stands still. But off the dribble, Tyler Hero becomes way less effective. I mean, last year he was perfect coming off the bench. Like if we had Duncan Robinson starting in Tyler Hero's position, the Miami Heat would be such a better team. Because then Tyler Hero can come in, he can lead the second unit, he can be more ball dominant, and there's still ball movement. That is the problem with Tyler Hero being on this team. Because... He doesn't do well with moving the ball around the floor. He doesn't do well with that at all. And in the pick and rolls, I I get it. Pick and roll offenses are good. But we have no insanely big center at all. We re, I don't even think we really have a center besides two seven-footers who are trash on our bench. But Bam Adebayo, if he wants to be more effective in the pick and roll offense, he's got to learn to pick and pop. He's got to learn to shoot the three because Bam Adebayo does not shoot any three-point shots at all. He likes to shoot that little mid-range. He likes to bring the ball up the floor. But when Bam Adebayo brings the ball up the floor, he doesn't do anything. He actually slows the pace down of our offense more than anything else. That is a fact. When he comes up with the ball, 
He is literally jogging up the floor. Everyone else is kind of filtering in on the wing. We got Caleb Martin in our pick and roll as our center. I have just never seen a Heat team be coached like this. And Eric Spolstra is a good coach. But I think after this season, I think Eric Spolstra's job should at least be in question. He shouldn't be on the hot seat, but Eric Spolstra's job as Heat head coach should at least be in question just because of the way we have played offensively this year. We are ranked dead last in offense this year at 108 points per game. Dead last. Last year, we were in the middle of the pack around 16th or 17th in the league in offense. But somehow, some way, we are literally second in defense. We give up 108 points per game on defense. Not that bad. But our offense sucks. So we can't do anything. We also can't rebound worth a hoot. We can't rebound. We cannot box anybody out. It's because we are small. We are literally missing a big guy that can dominate down low. That's exactly what we're missing. And we're also missing a point guard, you guys. Now that I'm looking back on it, getting Russell Westbrook probably wasn't the worst move we could have done. Yeah, he can't shoot. But if you put him in around a bunch of guys that can shoot, Russell Westbrook is going to be effective. I guarantee it. And I, I, I really didn't want it to happen when they were kind of, you know, the rumors were around that Russell Westbrook could be a heat. But at that time, I was like, eh, I don't really like it. But now that he's on the Clippers and he's doing decent, he's making an impact on that team. He is a fat pass first point guard. Jeez, I can't speak right now. Russell Westbrook would have made such a good impact on this team. And can the Miami Heat win a championship this year? Yes, we can as long as we are consistent. If we are consistent enough, and if, like, okay, what I mean by consistency is we have beaten teams like the Philadelphia 76ers who are third in the Eastern Conference, fighting for second in the Eastern Conference, we have beaten teams like that. We can beat teams like the Milwaukee Bucks. We can give the Celtics a game when we want to. But that is only when we decide to give them a game. But we have other nights where we get blown out because we play like garbage and we shoot horribly from the field and then we just are chucking up threes. Gabe Vincent's a decent point guard, but he is not a true point guard. He is a true shooting guard at heart. I like our team. I do, but we're just missing a few pieces to really make a splash in the playoffs. And I think for the Miami Heat this year, I think we are going to have a first-round exit. Maybe if we get lucky, we make the second round. I just don't see anything else really playing out for us this year. Now, going back to kind of pace a little bit, Kevin Love, that was a good pickup. I like the outlet passes. I like what he's doing when he comes in. He gives us size. He gives us rebounding. He's a good three-point shooter. He spaces the floor for us. I mean, he's a guy we need to start. 
because we don't have size and it's very important to be big in the playoffs because to have guys guard Giannis, guard KD, if we even get to the finals, which I highly doubt happens, but like Jason Tatum, like if we're going to go against teams like the Celtics, we have got to be ready because we are not a big team. We saw it last year in the playoffs. What we were missing was a big guy down low that could really dominate, get rebounds. We just got out-rebounded constantly. And, you know, for us to really take a turn and make a deep playoff run, we got to play the way we did last year. Because last year, we were the number one seed in the East. We were moving the ball around the floor. We were driving. We were cutting. We were hitting three-point shot. We were playing team-oriented basketball. And I think that starts with Duncan Robinson inserting himself into the starting lineup and then Tyler Hero going back to the bench because he was great as sixth man. He was sixth man of the year, one of the best players in the league off the bench. But in my opinion, I think the Miami Heat missed an opportunity to trade Tyler Hero because Tyler Hero has a lot of value around the NBA for some reason. We could have gotten a solid piece for that guy and I really wanted to see us get Anthony Edwards, but we didn't do it. That would have been a splash. That would have been a splash. I just don't understand what Pat Riley is doing right now. We are making no moves. This offseason, we have to get a point guard. Kyle Lowry is not our answer. He is 37 years old. He is old. He's old. His best days are behind him. He is on the back end of his career in Miami, trying to squeeze his way to get another second championship ring. I just don't see it happening. I mean, we need to seriously make some big-time roster changes if we're going to make any noise next season because I think we can just throw this season in the garbage unless we somehow, miraculously play the way we did last year. It's just crazy looking at our roster. It's the exact same. Minus one player. It's just ridiculous, man. I just don't understand why everything isn't getting pieced together. It's super, super frustrating. And I'm going to go ahead and end it right here because, I mean, we'll see what happens the rest of the season. I really don't have any high hopes for us. But Heat Nation, let's stay strong. We will be back. Hopefully we get a big-time free agent this upcoming off season. That's what we need. That's really what we need. We need to make a splash this off season and a first round exit is bound to happen this year. You guys, unfortunately I hate it, but it's going to happen, but this is going to go ahead and do it for today's episode of the take podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Go ahead and give it a thumbs up, hit the notification bell. So you do not miss out on any more episodes. And also check out the take.sport.blog. Uh, as I'm recording this, John Jones is getting ready to fight Cyril Gaon. Um, We'll see what happens with that fight. Uh, in the description below will be the prediction. I picked John Jones to win that fight, so we'll see if he comes back out on top. But I am your host, Jackson Burleson, and you guys have a great rest of your day. Thank you guys for tuning in. <laughs>